Previously on Eleven Fates. Sure, that's the truth, but what is the truth? The other business we do is we help people disappear. I'm going to find this cure, and then I will find out who did this. So tell me right now, what else do I need to know? Gary, where exactly are we? Gary and you are technically nowhere. Rowena, is, is Cass back? Your friends have seen to your safe return. Cornelius, I take it? Rowena runs up and throws her arms around him. Well, did you have a nice time? We uh, made enemies of a wizard. Sorry about that. They went by a few names. Cor, Courtney, Cornelius. Slowed, Wavon, Noel kept Fatur. It translates to, I will swallow the sun with darkness. I'm not asking you if you know where you're going. I'm telling you to lead the way. What do you know about the magic that no one's supposed to know about? Did you find out what you needed to know? No. What is it that you hate? Liars. What is the deal with everybody needing a ride to Fallen Scale? I don't know. And there's just this howl? I think we should keep going right now. As fast as we possibly can. I'm going to bargain. I'll take their lies and their secrets down with me. A chosen champion of the gods. Better remember the name Hunted Jewel, because the next time you see me, I'm going to be buying out the whole bar. Welcome to Tale of Eleven Fates. Welcome back, and yes, we are getting into the thick of things. We had one caravan trying to pass with a cart through the center. We had a group of bards splitting the seas to allow them to pass, going along the outside. And when they got about 30 feet away from each other, that's when a 20-foot wide sinkhole opened up in the road, and these strange creatures started to come out of the ground. And about 150 feet off the road, we had bursting through one of the tall standing plateaus amongst this desert terrain, a larger version, screeching into the night air as food was present. I'm going to get initiative from all four of you, please. Thought you'd never ask. All right, anyone get over a 20. Right, me, 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 21. Anyone get above 15. I got a 15. I'll take it. Double digits. 12. Yeah. Three fours, two sixes, four threes. That's a lot of numbers for initiative. You're now going at one. Um, <laughs> Rowena, what you got for me? Seven. Seven. Drop their fun initiatives in here. That was my garbage Night. It'll be uh, fine, don't worry. So as all of this commotion starts off, it is Jules leading the pack in potentially more ways than one these days. 
that is first to act. You see before you this pit kind of open up. It's all loose gravel going down about 10 feet. And from it, you can see the first creatures crawling out, digging out, and also screeching out. There are three of these strange raptor, reptile, chitin-covered beasts in front of you. Uh, and they seem hungry. I fucking bet they do. And how far away are they? They would be about 15 feet in front of you would be the closest one. And then the other two yep. would be about 20 feet away. Love that. For copyright reasons, we can't play it. But uh, Jujutsu Kaisen theme song starts playing. Uh, and HJ, <laughs> HJ starts running down. And I want to just basically boot one of these things back, back into the pit. Uh, and then uh, I will... Uh, figure out after that if I want to spend my key point if that is okay. Yeah, absolutely. That is how turns work. You can take an action before deciding what happens for the rest of your turn. So yeah, you uh, move. It's only about half of your movement to get there. You let out a nice, vicious kick. Go ahead and roll to attack. Yep, that's my unarmed strike. Uh, that is... <laughs> that's a nine. That is a nice firm connect and then a whole lot of nothing as you kind of just bounce off of this hard... <laughs> gigantic insect-like covering on this thing and it goes from howling into the air to looking at you and a nice big drop of saliva comes off its chin as you are now in its feeding pit and is going to just attack you straight back it can attack me straight back i, I don't get to finish my other things oh you do have the other half of your turn i've got yeah. really the narr narration there you still have 20 <laughs> more feet of movement and a bonus action what would you like to do as this thing uh, is now drooling yeah i'm i'm spending a key point and hj smiles you can see it glinting off of his tooth and uh and uh two more two more claw attacks as he makes two swipes with his paws go 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 uh, first one is a 24 second one is a 14. The 14 will miss. This this ain't good. Oh, that's minimum damage. Four slashing damage as I'm in this thing's food pit. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> one-two combo hits, but the, the second one goes up a little over. You seem to have knocked it out of the way of your second blow as, uh, yeah, you scratch it real good with those sharp, sharp claws of yours. It is now its turn to bite, snap, and chew at you. And we'll there's, attempt there's to no do way so. it can hit me. My AC is too damn high. Is it 24 type of high? Close. You barely, you just barely hit me. Dope. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Um, and then that is going to be a rock solid three points of damage. Am I visible? Am I within 30 feet, would you say? I guess this is a great establishing question as you are going to be coming up after these uh, fun skittering creatures Let's take a pause from this. How big of Crickets fan are you? Can you, say, can you name me like three of their songs? Yeah, um, obviously. So, you know, there's Fried Eggs, which is yep. one of their big songs. Um, Classic. Nah, 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 nah. You know that song, uh, Hey Judas. <laughs> and um, their <laughs> other song, uh, Imagine If We Came Up With A Better Name. You know, <laughs> that's three songs. It's yeah. classic, really. Tomorrow. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Four songs. That's that's way more than yeah. I I think you come trotting up 
quite quickly as you've you heard the singing you heard these high notes streak out through the land and you're like oh something's going you had that nice full sprint and you kind of come up to a halt kind of in between as they were parting the road to catch up and yeah you're about 30 feet away from this pit i'm gonna use my reaction psionic power protective field and what's gonna happen is i as i raise my hand with a crossbow and i mime clicking a trigger and then this this society, this field of energy appears before you and reduces the damage by six. So I so take yeah. zero. Yeah, as this okay. thing Love goes that. to uh, stab at you with these like jowl-like tusks coming out of its armor and like reaches up and tries to like rend you with them, it just bounces off of this force field that shows up, and you're able to trace anime eyes going back to this line of something to lefty what do you look like all right so imagine what a 13 year old thinks is really cool um so i've got a i've got um he's got a mobster hat that's vaguely reminiscent of a cowboy hat and he's just got all black garb with a black cloak straps he's wearing a, a bandana to hide his identity and he's wielding a rapier in his right hand and in his left hand he wields a hand crossbow and he is just strolling up and in his inner monologue, he goes, huh, I thought I was here for a concert. Looks like I'm here for a fight. <laughs> That's how he walks up. <laughs> and it's that brief reprieve that gives an opening for the other two skittering beasts in the pit to uh, come up to your other sides and make attacks on you as well. And they seem almost coordinated in their endeavors. Uh, does a 16 or a 13 hit? The 16 does hit the 13 big whiff. Yeah, they, they seem I'm almost just in a coordinated pack-like strike oh, uh, coming in okay. after you for uh, four as one of them gets kind of your uh, back hip. Got any more psionic juice? I got one reaction. I got more juice. <laughs> and Lefty, you get that reaction back as you see this bare knuckle fighter in a pit with three of these creatures. Uh, you've actually encountered these before. You know that these are uh, young Kruthix. Mm -hmm. um, you, you've seen them on the roads before. You're kind of surprised that there's only three of them. You, you know that they're usually going packs of about half a dozen. And then you do look off to your right. And in the distance, you can see an adult that is about four times larger than these uh, small monstrosities you see in a pit. How far away is the adult? About 120 feet at this point. Do I know how fast these things move? Go ahead and give me a survival if you got it. 22. 22. They are about as fast as any adult man, about 30 feet away. Okay. So if it dashes, that'll be 60 feet. So I got about two turns before it arrives. I'm going to quickly jump into the pit and I'll alert everyone's attention. I'll be like, big boy coming. He got about two turns. And then I, I leap into the pit with great haste. A turn is a local way of telling time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about a dozen seconds would be. You know, like we'll catch it the next turn, you know? like. Oh, yeah, yeah no, we use this all the time when like bar fights break out. Like, oh man, that guy's going to be down to like three yeah. turns. Don't bother clearing the glasses. That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. One turn is about three beats. Uh -huh. you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with these, 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 which are the ones that, uh, so I'm going to attack the one that has one of them that hasn't had any damage on them yet. Great. I'm just going to leap into the pit. That is an 18 to hit. That will connect. All right. Yeah, I'll, on top of this, I'm going to add a little psionic juice 
as I thrust Ooh. down into it, I'm gonna open up my palm and it shoots a little faster. Big damage. 12 plus nine. That is 21 damage. That is enough to just snap this thing in half. You're able to just sink in, and as you pull out, you catch underneath like a part of its uh, insect-like armor, and it just snaps it off, and the rest of it just turns into goo and like, folds in on itself. Let's out a even higher pitched noise that gets very briefly cut short, and it crumples on down. Nice. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to whip out my crossbow and aim at the one that has been uh, scratched already. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That will connect. That is nine damage. And that is enough to to just have this thing screeching at you as it, it the scent hits it. It whips around just enough to catch that bolt going straight down its throat, back of its head, and limps down there right at the ground. There is now one standing. Uh, that is my turn. Excellent. And that is going to make a rumble off in the distance as you can see that adult now just bounding towards all of its hatchlings that are now injured as the scent of uh, like a salty mucus begins to fill the air. And this thing is a charging and a running and moves 60 feet closer and is now 60 feet away from the uh, pit where all the action is happening. And that brings up a cast on uh, 12. How deep is the pit? Um, it, it really only drops down about five, six feet. It, it okay, seems so that it kind of like, yeah, it seems like it more of collapsed what was underneath the road to where they're able to get out, but anyone else can still stand on it pretty easily. You're also observing the land. Go ahead and give me a perception. Uh, nine. Nine. Um, the, the pit still seems like it hasn't settled. Like there's still definitely some like movement and stuff within the rubble. Okay, but it's like a rubble pit. It's not like there's leaves and greens and sticks in it. No, no, this is essentially just a sinkhole where the road was. So just think like a 20-foot pothole that has like some gradient slopes going down into it. In that case, I will uh, run in towards the pit, but not jump in, and I will shoot my bow down into the pit at the last one that's standing. Excellent. First, you need an attack roll, huh? Attack roll, please. You've used up just about 10 feet of your movement to get to the edge. A seven is going to go wide. Okay. That's my turn, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Do you (laughs) want to stay at the edge of the pit or uh, position yourself in any particular way? I assume you'd be getting kind of in between the cart and the pit, maybe? Yeah, I'm probably going to stay closer to the family that we were were guarding than I am going to be you know, pushing further into the pit or towards the adult. And it's at this point, you kind of double back, check your bearings as the the movement you subtly saw in the pit. You can see now three distinct points of just bigger holes opening up as three more of these small young ones come crawling out. And I'm going to see how well they dig. Yep. So their turn is spent digging out of the the ground that kind of just came in on top of them. And yeah, you can see little like holes behind them and then they briefly collapse back in. Seems like there might be a hive connected to this area. But yes, three more young ones have joined in on the pit and we have Rowena. There are now four of these cruthics uh, about 
all of the little ones are in the pit, and then the adult is about, about 60, feet, 60 away. feet off to your left. Right. I'm going to... Also a stranger in all black did some weird shooty shoots and dove in Yeah, no, I mean, if he's fighting the thing that we're fighting, we can talk about that later. I'm super not worried about him <laughs> currently. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to pull a cookie out of my pocket and shove it in my mouth. I'm going to pull a second cookie out of my pocket and throw it to Cass and say, eat this! Uh, that is going to give you two temp hit points. Oh, hell yeah. Then I am going to just, I'm going to post and hold my action, just sword and shield and hold my action. I am specifically positioning myself between the cart and the adult. Sounds good. Yeah, you, you take your defensive position on like the left side of the cart and it, it, the family is like peeking their eyes out and the, the guy with like a broken leg is getting like helped down with his friend and they seem like they're going to try to like make a run for it on their own. The, the, the crickets see all of this and just in two lines of one by three just kind of hit the ah and like all go storming off and they're like you got this you can do it friends you're our greatest fans free tickets at the next show and they're all like saying like these weird like words of encouragement as they all go trailing off uh congratulations you all have a d8 of inspiration <laughs> available to you as two dwarves and four elves go roaring off as fast as they can on horseback Say, they're gonna bail on us. Gift. They better give us some bardic inspiration yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. way out. Damn yeah, it! And you all have a D8 of bardic inspiration. Great, delightful. Thank you. You are welcome. The uh, family on inside. You can hear the dad like, "Come here, come here. Everything's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. They look capable. They can take care of themselves and us. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine." And like the little like four year old and like the mom both kind of like point out and they're like, <gasps> "Lefty." And that's gonna take us up to uh, Jules up on twenty one. Lefty, are are you famous? Vaguely. You also know these creatures. But what, are you famous? Well, you could okay. say something like that. I'm famous amongst travelers and this road. Interesting. Uh, question. Should we be killing these things, or should I start run running and distracting that big one? DM, can I survival history <laughs> check to see if I can know like what the best strategy is? Uh, absolutely. All right. Mostly looking for, are these things just going to keep coming? Like from the ground. Uh, is that a, mm -hmm. That's a 17 on the survival. Uh, 17 on the survival. You doubt they'll keep coming. Um, half a dozen sounds about right for kind of like a hunting pack. Okay. Um, you also know that typically if you kill uh, enough of these in one area, they don't show up for a really long time. It's something about the way their corpses smell that they are then repulsed of the area. Um, so if you kill all the babies, there's a chance the big one leaves. If you kill the big one, all the babies will definitely leave. Well, here's what I think. If we kill all these things, it's, we can probably end this in a quick one, too. However, I don't like the idea of that big one running around, so I'm probably going to go and jump out there, tank all these attacks, and kill it in one swipe. How does that sound for you? Uh, okay. That sounds good, um, but then um, yep, you'll have to beat me to it then. And HJ is going to just run towards the big one. How far away is it? 60 feet? It is 60 feet away. You do have a baby in front of you. Well, not a baby, a young one uh, in front of you. So it will be an attack of opportunity if you want to just run on past this thing. Yep, going to run on past it. I'm going to use three-line agility. That's to double your movement? Or is that yes, a different so I, thing? Great. Yep. 
Oh, it's gonna it's gonna get a big whiff. I think a uh, six is going to miss you. Cool. And then I I run up to it, do a jump to get on its head, look over to, uh, back at Lefty, and say, I, "You were flashy, but watch this." And uh, two uh, two claw swipes right at its face eyeballs. <laughs> face eyeballs. Uh, those are both fourteens to hit. Those are both going to be knocked aside by its <laughs> nice big eyebrows that kind of like Aren't close and good? squint <laughs> as they come over. And yeah, you got that one, two, and you are on top of this thing. It is standing, you know, about nine feet tall. And the, the little ones had four. You assumed this one would also have four legs. Um, you can see that it actually has six legs and two of them are uh, coming up to greet you. Did you know this thing has six legs? It's very obvious. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do there, Jules? I cannot do anything else. I'm Excellent. Uh That brings up the uh, young one that is still up from the first batch of goers, who is going to uh, see Lefty there after he whiffed on the monk and is going to lunge forward at you. Is a 17 going to hit? A 17 does indeed hit. Excellent. And that will be a whopping three points of piercing damage. Oh, but will it? I roll my psionic energy dice, and that is reduced to by five. <laughs> Excellent. So that will be a whole lot of nothing as, yeah, it comes about to crunch down on your form. You definitely have that, like, anime eyes over to it, and it uh, just chews on some chunky air. Uh, you take no damage. It is in between you and the adult now. It is going to uh, just kind of scurry back and forth, side to side, intimidating like, and that will bring up your turn. All right. Can I get to the adult in one turn with my movement? It is 60 feet away. So if you dash, oh. you can. Oh. He, yeah. He used uh, his feline agility to double his monk movement yep. from 40 to 80 as a free action. And he cannot use that ability again until he takes an action without moving. Okay. <sighs> what am I gonna do with show-offs? In that case, I'm gonna take, just gonna face off against all the bait. How many babies are there around? There are currently four babies around. There's one that was original and three more took their turns digging out. Okay. And they seem to be a little bit slower than this uh, original pack. Okay. I'm going to take a swipe then at this baby that's in front of me. Excellent. Does a 12 hit? A 12 is not going to hit. Shame. Bonus doing action. Great. Crossbow expert. Well, that is a uh, 20 to hit. That sinks true. Go ahead and roll that crossbow damage. Max damage, 10 damage. Excellent. That is enough to uh, take this one out. I've described how you killed the last couple. Um, how, how do you want to finish this thing? With the whiff from the rapier, I just like bring it in close, put the crossbow right underneath its face, and... And then swing it to the side as the arrow like joins its jaw to its skull. And mm -hmm. can I leave? Can I leave the pit with thirty feet of movement without provoking opportunity attacks? You can. Um, basically, okay. you would split the difference uh, between uh, two of them. It's not a direct path, but I'll say you end up twenty-five feet closer with the, our theater of the mind going. So you're about thirty-five feet away from the adult. Sure, I'll do that. I'll like maneuver closer then. Great. Uh, yeah, that ends my turn. And that is going to bring up the adult, who is not happy about its food on top of it right now, and is going to uh, reach on up and try and get you down as it swipes above its head with its first attack. 
is a 10 going to hit? That's not going to hit. Well, that also makes it angry as it tries to do it again with its other one. It, and it would. 24, I believe, hits. We've we've gone over this. Just barely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. That's what I needed. Yeah. Oh, that's a bigger guy. Is it going to do something silly like poison me no, or something? No, it's, it's going to okay. do minimum damage with four as it just slaps you with just this big old I'm still starting to really hurt, though. Leg. I mean, you're level two. You have what? 20 hit points? hit points. Nope. There it is. <laughs> Baby. Yeah, for those of you at home counting along, uh, I gave all of our players maximum hit points. So uh, I know that. <laughs> so basically, it's worthless. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it allows some more creative freedoms for me. <laughs> that in the initiative order is going to bring up Casp. Were we close enough to hear their discussion about, like, killing the big one? I would say you would. They, okay. they are not trying to be quiet. It's not like your enemies can Right, but we don't know anything. We don't necessarily know what Lefty knows about there only being half a dozen in the pit, right? Correct. You okay, heard cool. either kill all the little ones or kill the big one. Right. Okay, so Cass, not knowing any of this, reaches into his bag and pulls out a torch and a tinderbox and lights the torch on fire and runs into the nearest hole he sees and jams the torch in there and just leaves it there in the hopes that it'll, like, scare away maybe any last bugs. And then using my movement, I will move through the other side of the pit and fire an arrow at the adult, taking careful care not to aim towards HJ. Sounds good. So tell me how much of this I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I like the flavor of it. I want you to get it all done. So yeah, I think you, you, you're, you're good. I mean, you're you're not a new adventurer. You're just rusty. But yeah, right. no, the, 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 the like swish and flick run start off of like a rock from the torch. You're able to get it and kind of just like drop it into a hole kind of before it collapses. And then one swift motion pulls up like the arrow and you are knocked and ready to go. So I'm going to give you the torch. Go ahead and make that attack. Son of a bitch. Critical Oof. miss. <laughs> and, 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 and it was this sweet, sweet action, and you're like, oh, that rust. And yeah, the arrow goes in and just like does that thing where it comes out of the, the stock a little bit. And as soon as you let it go, it just like flings off like a 45 degree angle and does like a couple of flips off to the and, side. And that's exactly what Cass says. He goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it, he uh, prepares another, like starts reaching towards the quiver for another arrow. That's Sounds the only turn. Good. Can you do me a favor? I can do you any favor you want. If it means good things for me. It potentially does. <laughs> Roll me percentile. Where's, okay. where's that arrow going? Flies <laughs> <laughs> around the world and up your ass. Just a D100? Yeah, just yep. D100. 89. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's great. Uh, the three little ones turn uh, comes up after yours. Okay. And they are <laughs> in the pit. Who's left in the pit? We have Lefty there. In I got out. Oh of no, the pit. you you got out. They they turned to follow after. They saw a torch go in. One of the Kruthic goes scurrying like after the torch and begins to like burrow down. And it's at this point that you can like get just kind of like this faint funky smell as just like a light goes off and there's just like an inferno that like shoots up and like a pillar of light as this like Karethic just catches on fire and is only going to be taking one point of fire damage so I'm okay with that 
Uh, but yeah, there is a Krothic on fire as uh, it seems some natural gas has found your torch. And there's just a pillar of fire now shooting out of like the pit at like a 30 degree angle out of it. And the oh. other two, you would be towards the edge of the pit there, Cass. So they are yep. going to come charging up to you. One's going left, one's going right. They're both swiping in, and I think an 11's going to miss you. Yep. And what about a 15? That hits. Yeah, it's the second one that always gets them, and I have not rolled well for their damage. Uh, that is three points of piercing damage as the one on your left comes swiping in and gets you uh, just underneath the shoulder. It stings a bit on the ribs, but doesn't seem to puncture skin. As I'm coughing from getting hit, I have a faint taste of cookie in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm, delicious, delicious bonus hit point cookies. Uh, sorry, special treats, I think is what they were done. Special cookies. I've been referring to them as special cookies there because it is. it's funny. And the <laughs> very own it. special cookie chef, Rowena, sees uh, two come skittering out. A pillar of flame shoot up, only about, you know, like six inches in width, but is now just sporadically like firing off as it seems like natural gas has found its way to a torch and into the open air. Uh, one of the Krothic in the pit still is now on fire and screeching, and there are two attacking casts. What would you like to do? As you also see uh, Jules atop the large one. How far away from me is Cass? Uh, Cass would be about 15, 20 feet away from you. Yeah, he's just kind of like at the, the side of the pit towards the adult, out of the pit, and then the other two came running up. It's about a 20-foot pit. The pit was about 10 feet away from you, so right. yeah, he'd be about 20 feet away. She's a short-range fighter, so she's trying to figure out what would be the most effective. I think the move here is that she's just going to look and just be like, fire some fates. All right. She's just going to run and basically attempt to like do a leaping like land on one of the things that's attacking Cass, also to get herself within five feet of him. Yeah, you shield. definitely have the distance and can kind of go back to back with him. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run and dive in there and try to take a swing at one of these things on my way down into the pit. So uh, this would be the edge of the pit. You don't need to go down. You oh, be even better. Yeah, yeah. I like not having to go down. So yeah, I will just run up and swing on one of these boys with my new short sword. Twenty three to hit. Sinks true. Go ahead and give me that damage roll. Ah, yes, that maximum. That'll be 10 damage. And that is enough to tear this thing apart. How do you uh, chop this thing up? Oh, in her usual fashion, Rowena is just 900% done with this bullshit. And she's just like, fuck off! And just like slices its head off. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, clean cut, too. Uh, definitely go just slices faster than your last sword. Um, and yeah. That thing comes a tumbling, the body goes limp, slides back down a bit. Um, you get a nice hiss out of the one remaining. And then she like to look the one that hisses at and is just like, oh, don't think I don't have some for you too. And I'm gonna action surge and take a swing at that guy. Have at it. I know they're both right here. Uh, that is gonna be an 18 to hit. That will hit. Cool. That'll be eight damage. Eight damage is enough to bring this down. Swing one, slice the head off, and just bring on the backhand and just slice through the second one. Yeah, Cass, you had two creatures suddenly on you, and as quickly as they came upon you, you look behind you, and there's now just two limp bodies and Rowena on, on your backside. Anything else you'd like to do? If I have any movement left, I'm just gonna... Got about 10 feet, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna take that 10 feet closer toward, probably toward where Lefty is. Okay, yeah, you can actually just be that five foot gap probably between 
lefty you and then cast. So you'll have like perfect. kind of a diagonal. Yeah, that's perfect. And there is just one youngin remaining that is on fire in the pit and the adults, the cart goers just begin to cheer. Lefty, lefty, lefty. Lefty like raises his crossbow and just like a, like takes off his hat and does like a very flamboyant bow. He's clearly enjoying this and clearly has an ego. And that brings up Jules. Three claw strikes right to the eyes in swift succession. Have at it. Maybe try to hit him this time. <laughs> uh, you do have a uh, D8 of inspiration that you can use for your attack. Can I know if it hits before I use it, or do, do I have to declare I'm using it before I know the outcome? You can roll your die, but you can't know the outcome from the DM. So you can okay. see your number, but not hear any response. I am going to... I rolled three times. One of them is a nine, which I know misses. I'm going to add my D8 to my next one, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, which is a four. So that brings me up to a 16 plus five, which is a 21, and then a dirty 20. 21 and 20 hit. Love that. So that is four. That's two. I'm fucked, D&D Beyond. <laughs> eight, eight damage. I've only rolled minimum damage on my D4. Oh, dude, oh my god, same. You gotta do the... Kate, I refresh you, D&D Beyond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dice jail Refreshing for now. Yeah, as I, as I deal uh, two, two blows of slashing damage right to the eyeball. Absolutely. And it definitely hisses out at you. And it seems perturbed. I just scratched its eyeball. Yeah, it's perturbed. That was your action, your bonus action. Do you... You have movement. Do you want to get off of this thing? Do you still want to ride this baby out? I want to jump more onto its back so it has to reach a little bit further to get me, but no, still definitely want to be on top of this thing. Okay, yeah. You, so instead of atop the head, you kind of drop down to its first set of shoulders. Mm. Sounds good. And that's going to bring up Lefty, right. the man of the hour. Lefty now is that the uh, crickets have left. Lefty's just going to take like a, like, a, like a look up. He's like, I really wish I got an autograph. And then he's going to sheath his rapier, get into a stance... And he's gonna mutter underneath his breath, psionic strike. And then he looks up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna charge straight at this thing, readying, get, getting ready. Is this thing a large creature or a huge? This one is a large. Delightful. Please hit. I am going to add a D8 of inspiration to that. Thank <laughs> God that was Max. Um, so that Hell is. Yeah. 12 plus 6, that is 18 to hit. 18 hits. Thank God. I rolled a 4. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so, so bad if I did my anime move and it missed. I mean, that would have just been a different style of anime. It would have been very on brand for this that party, though. Not that would have been pre-training arc. <laughs> 21 damage. Damn. How, how many psionic points you got left? There, That's my too? last one, unless oh, I take a bonus is. action to recover one. Uh, you have a bonus action. What would you like yeah. to do? Uh, for my <laughs> bonus action, I'm going to fire a crossbow bolt as well. Dirty 20 to hit again. Which will connect. That is a uh, eight damage. Oh, also, I needed to make a strength saving throw from that last hit because I used trip attack as I aimed for its legs. things. Things. Strength saving throw, eh? Mm -hmm. That is going to be a big whopping eight. DC 14, it is now knocked prone. 
Excellent. I uh, need Jules to make a <laughs> dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a uh, 17. 17, yeah. You you pass the DC 14. Oh, this, is, this looks like a game of Fall Guys as Jules is running on this circular abdomen as it's falling over to stay on top. <laughs> Great, great. So you log run uh, across yes, this thing. So exactly. You, you want to still be on top of it after it falls? Yes, absolutely. Great. Sure thing. And then that was eight damage from the crossbow bonus action. And now yep. I'm going to action surge and I'm going to hit it with my rapier once more. That is a 19 to hit. Which will connect and your minimum damage is enough to take this bad boy down. Oh, that's great. That's great news. How do you want to slay the adult? All right. Picture this, right? Imagine you're in an anime. The the whole style changes. Easy. It goes from Entire like life. thin line drawings to just super like thick, a beautiful. All right. And then he charges. His theme song plays. His blade is out to the side, even though that's not the right way to hold it. But he's doing it to look cool, and he knows it. He charges, holds the blade. He slices it all at the legs, dropping it to the ground. There's a cat there. He leaps back over the cat. He shoots the crossbow bolt at it, and then he flings his blade at its head with a psionic blast, <laughs> splats its brain, and then he lands, catches his blade, and sheaths it. Really cool. And it and all happens like that. You sheath it, you take that beat moment, a fiery jet goes off behind you, turns you into a silhouette shortly, and then the the, the last uh, baby that's still around that's on fire just goes howling off into the night in the opposite direction. Still on fire? Yeah, still on fire. It, it, it goes scurrying out of the pit a, a good 30 feet and then just begins to burrow and puts out the light. And that's going to take us out of combat. As long as it's not running into, like, a forest on fire. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you are now it, in a desert biome. There okay. is lots of flat. Um, there, yeah, n not a whole lot. But, yeah, it to, gets off the road about 20, 20 feet and, and just begins burrowing down quite quickly. Just as it goes, we'll also uh, extinguish that flame that was on it. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're pulled out of combat. You uh, can kind of feel what you, you were standing on, you know, get less tense and you kind of like sink in just a, a little bit there jewels and yep. um it, you were able to avoid the splatter of its head kind of just erupting and the salty goo coming out from it uh, and jewels kind of like walk slides down off of it so he's right in front of lefty and he like hold, holds out his hand look that lefty that was awesome what and you said you were famous around here vaguely i'm actually a bit of a friend to travelers oh I give you a hearty high five, but I'm not very strong. <laughs> so it's kind of just <laughs> delicate. <laughs> very enthusiastic. <though>. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Wait, so why were you here again? Oh, You're famous. Vaguely. Well, the, see, the thing is, travelers are my friends. I have a dark and mysterious past. And as a result, I try to keep it secret, but locals call me lefty. I manage these roads back to a T-junction, back to that little town over there, and I make sure everyone gets across safely. I'm pretty known over at that town there. Are you heading towards Fallen Scale, home of the biggest burger? Yeah. No, we're heading towards Fallen Scale. We're going to be really hungry when they're there. Guys, guys, come on. Come over. Come over. Lefty's awesome. As Cass and I assume Rowena start to walk over, yeah. Cass turns to her and goes, 
Who the hell talks like that? <laughs> Rowena snorts so hard that it sounds like she's choking on her last bite of cookie. She's like, I, you know, I don't cast, know. Cast like totally oblivious to this whole thing. Walks up to Lefty and he like sticks out his whole arm for like the you know the forearm handshake. Yeah, and uh, and he like sticks out. What what race are you? Sorry, I, I don't I'm think a I human. This. Oh, you're a human. Okay. Yeah. And and like kind of you know sticks out his arm for this and he goes, Castilian die drove. Lefty. And he reaches out with his right hand. <laughs> that, the Pylos, the player, cannot cannot unhear this, but I, I am trying so hard. And he goes, some good moves out there. And he pulls his arm back. You too. Although I could see that you need a little work on your longbowmanship. It's been a long time since I've been in a fight. The war. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, it's at this moment you all are like the war and, and the war and, from uh, like fourteen hundred years ago. <laughs> oh, Castilian without missing a beat goes. I was a champion. <laughs> really, you know I uh, I have a bit of a relation with some former champions, but oh for fuck's sake, will y'all push it back in your pants? Get back on the road. <laughs> Fires and fates! We can do the machismo thing over drinks! Oh, I don't do Gods. machismo. I do class. Nice to <laughs> Is that you. what they call it? Good to know. Apparently I've gotten old in the last 20 years. Uh, Lefty pulls down his his uh, his bandit his bandit mask and he and he just he just he looks like a young dude. He just looks like the most your normal young dude, and he takes off his hat and it's like the most politely combed hair you've ever seen. And he's just like, yeah, I'm, uh, I can show you around. I'd be more than happy to. Um, I'm sure I can get you a good rate with the with the locals at an inn. And uh, I do know a thing or two about uh, food, as, they, as you might say. Uh, just clarifying question for you, Lefty. I know that you're the epitome of what a 13-year-old thinks is cool. How old is Lefty? 25. Great, great. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I was like, mm, 13, young I, 20, I was about to say, sure. like, I okay. swear to God, if you are young enough to be Rowena's kid, this is going to be a very different style <laughs> cool. of conversation. He is, he okay, is cool. in fact, 25. He is definitely, I, I think it's pretty obvious this is like, this is what happens when a kid does not get to experiment with their appearance or style in their youth, and then they have a rebellious 20s instead of a rebellious teens. <laughs> so. <laughs> Rowena just kind of looks around and everybody's like, Right, so now that we're done dealing with the problem and we've all, you know, put it on the table for everyone to measure, could we maybe get into some semblance of safety? Also, you should wipe your sword off before you sheathe it. It's going to rust the inside of the scabbard and cause problems if you don't. I don't use a scabbard, <laughs> it's just a belt loop. Fires and fades. All right, we're going to have a talk about that too. And she's just gonna like shake her head and she's like wiping her sword on her pants and then she'll sheath her sword and she's just gonna hike back toward the wagon and kind of doing the hand for the family. Like, all right, everybody back on, we're going. You're like halfway back and you do the nice hand gesture and your horse kind of like takes the lead and gets everyone uh, moving around the pit as it seems safely. Um, He's such a good boy. Yeah, g g goes around the far side, doesn't like the uh, the smell drifting off towards the adult. Um, but yeah, gets that going, immediately catches up to the two bachelors who are moving at like 10 feet around because one of them has a broken leg. Um, and they like 
help him back up like as it's as it's going by and yeah you you can uh, head back to your rough caravan mark is there still a fire going off in the in, in the pit in the feeding pit uh it has died down okay it had like its last big spurt seems like that was a, enough to extinguish it so it went off in a jet and kind of just a puff out um like like a tiny dragon breathing fire into the night very good very good very good yeah i was really hoping it would explode but <laughs> i will follow rowena and, and get back on the uh cart as well to and check on the family you come up and kind of get past and like the little uh four-year-old kid is just bright eyed like lefty lefty and like the, the the mom is like trying to quiet him up a bit um and that, that's like it seems like everything's fine thank thank you thank you i'm really happy you were able to help lefty fine enough what do you know about this guy um we we, we heard about him when we were uh on our way he's kind of a good omen for for travelers a um, little bit of money and a little bit of shelter and he's your best friend until you get to where you need to go um seems an able protector and he's has a pretty long-standing reputation in these parts Castilian lets out like an audible hmm, and then uh sits down next to uh next to rowena and you're at the like driver's seat, for lack of a better phrase, right? Yeah, I would have hopped back on. Too. The yeah. reins, the reins. Thank you. And he and he kind of just sits down quietly and he goes, "How how much further do you think we have to get to town?" I'm pretty sure it's just over that ridge there, so thirty minutes an hour if we push. All right, and then uh, he'll actually remember that he was walking along the carriage the whole time, and he'll hop off and like just call for HJ. Just, HJ, let's go. All right, yeah, let's let's get to fall on scale. Rowena will glance down at Cass and be like, "Did you want to turn to ride? I didn't get hit at all in that fight. I can walk for a bit. I'm fine. Suit yourself." And then he'll turn and look at Lefty and and just kind of be like, "Are you coming?" Well, I don't see why not. It seems as though my destiny may still be lying in fall on scale, so I'll hit your ride. Uh, he takes off his hat and then he puts it on the four-year-old kid's head now and then he says i hope you don't mind though i do think i need a bit of a rest that tired out my arm you know you're not supposed to slice with rapiers i have a habit of doing that from yeah no it's really not how they're meant to be used they're more of a you know what here you take the driver's seat i'll walk thank you You don't have to drive the horses know what they're doing talented horses talented people you look and it's actually three horses and there's like a lead horse, almost like a lead race dog would be. Like normally you'd either have like just two or you'd have four, but it seems like this one is actually leading the other two. And you're like, oh, this is a bit strange for a cart, but it knows what it's doing. Uh, you also notice the horse on the right is just ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> why did you, why do you have this mangled dog in a leash? <laughs> We didn't really have an option. His name's Brutus. He's uh, nicer than the other one, though. The other Brutus, I mean. Hopefully you'll never meet him. There's two Brutuses? Yeah, one of them's a pain in the arse, and the other one's a horse. Ha! <laughs> Comedy. That is the line in which Cass throws his hood of, of his cloak on and ties it, and under his breath says to himself, are you making a joke of me? And, like, starts walking forward, and, like, walks ahead of the... But very obviously, like, to himself, and it's just like, what the fuck? To clue in uh, our, our guest of your statement piece, uh, what's this cloak looking like? When you look at Cass, you notice that this cloak is in immaculate, 
perfect condition. It is green with purple tapestries of like trees and nature and different roots, you know, coming off of the tree. And it is just in perfect condition, but everything under the robe looks like it has been worn through. Like you can definitely see the ranger aspect of Cass when you look under the robe, but the robe is immaculate and undamaged in any way. And you can, you know, you can obviously see the, 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 the combat that's existed in his life, but just not on the robe. So yeah, he, throws on the hood and to himself just kind of mutters, are you making a joke of me? And just keeps walking ahead of the cart. And yeah, you you were about right with your estimation. It's about 35 minutes to town. Uh, lefty, you're definitely revi- uh, relieved that you don't have to, you know, go on any sort of long excursion before finding your next travelers, even though you don't get your autograph uh, you so wanted. I'm still bummed about it. He's just like, I'm mulling it over. He's like, you know, I guess I could have come here a little quicker, but I was intent on tying my shoes first. Never leave town without tying your shoes. That's what my mom, my mother used to say. Oh, I miss you dearly. Honestly, not bad advice. A little strange, but not bad. She had a habit of doing that, giving good advice that was oddly particular. <laughs> Never know when you use it until you do. So how... How about that food? I'm really hungry, oh, actually. Oh, right, right, yeah. Well, one little thing about Fallen Scale. Uh, yeah, I called it home of the biggest burger because, honestly, by the fates, these burgers are huge. This challenge here, apparently, if you eat their biggest burger, you get your face put up on a wall and you get to meet the fates. I don't be- believe that last part, but I definitely believe the wall part. But it's a huge burger. It's got four slices of super cut bacon, three extra large fried eggs, and it's four pounds. Well, the burger part, not the rest of it. I can't wait to get... I've tried to finish it many times, but I, I just usually end up folding. I don't exactly have the biggest gut around. You had me at bacon. <laughs> super cut bacon. Yeah, he goes into like the intricacies of how it's made. Like a super cut piece of bacon is like three inches wide and like nine inches long. Like it's it's basically one length of a pig slice. Like it just real fat, thick, oh, delicious God. sounds. It's basically <laughs> pork loin. Yeah, yeah. These <laughs> eggs are, are aren't just like your large version of a chicken egg. It's somewhere between that and a small ostrich egg. So like three of these eggs are essentially just like a six egg omelet uh, on their own. It sounds like too much, but also delectable in the way he's got all this passionate about it. And it helps cover the time into town. And it's as you come into town, it's just a bit before 9 p.m. Sun's been down about two and a half, close to three hours. It's it's a familiar gate. It's attached to nice big walls. You, You know, Lefty, that this helps break up kind of the sandy winds and keeps the streets on the inside a bit more clean. But what you didn't see on the way out of town is a uh, another tabaxi who seems to be posted up on kind of a small crate and the uh, rest of you recognize Ghost Rising sitting there twiddling his thumbs waiting for you have I ever have I delivered this tabaxi before have I served them before or is this their first time give me a straight up d20 roll that's a six you do not recall if you have or have not. You've helped orange tabaxis in the past. You're not sure if it was this one. Okay. But yeah, you have a ghost there. Yep. Kinda, H.J. Scampers uh, straight up. Why are you here? 
You wanted the honest me, and honestly, I will do anything to help the clan. So, got some intel for you. H.J. kind of leans back, crosses his arms. What? Well, that cabbage cactus you're looking for is on a farm west of town, three and a third miles west. It's owned by the uh, Dubost brothers. They have a farmhouse on a circle acre, a little more than 150 feet wide. They're in a pricing war with locals right now, and they got a round cactus season. Started about two weeks ago, but they haven't sold a single cactus yet. Well, apparently they've never been this large, and they're only getting juicier. Single cactus is going for 60 gold right now. I've only seen them melon-sized, and these are pumpkin-sized. Ones you could put, like, a cub in. Unfortunately, you can't pick your own. They just hand you one when you buy it. And he, like, flips up the crate and, like, hands it over to you. And, yeah, sure enough, there is a pumpkin-sized round ball cactus in it that's had all of the uh, needles pulled out. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. How have you gotten all the way there and back here? Did you not see me leave three days ago from Aria? You've been traveling this whole time? You didn't even stop? You didn't sleep? No. I... Okay, what? Keep going. What else? Okay, well, the Dubost brothers, there's two of them, and they both seem to be quite handy with a crossbow. If you decide to get in close, though, they seem to have pop out blades in their stocks. It's going to be hard getting close because they have a gnome down at the base of their plateau that their uh, farm's situated on. During the day, he's their go between. He announces customers through some sort of pipe he says he installed into the cliff. And uh, when he left, he seemed to arm it or secure it or something. He pulled out a little crank from his bag, gave it a couple of turns, put it back in, and me and him went back into town. Oh, there's also at least one more person upstairs. Maybe their night watch. Heard them stirring yesterday around sundown. Sounded like they were just waking up. But when I left, I looked back up to their little plateau and... There's a pair of glowing green eyes over the crest watching me leave. I think whoever it was upstairs might be a summoner of some kind. Is that Lefty? I want to roll a vibe check really quick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This dialogue. Give, give, give me that insight check. Yeah, just like what's his like demeanor? I know that I really laid into him back at the other place, so I just want to like get a vibe check on him right now. Like, also, just for clarification, are we close enough to be overhearing this conversation? The first half you may have missed, but if you wanted to keep continuing, um, Jules did kind of like run up, and Ghost is not trying to talk loudly. Yeah. I mean, Rowena would have immediately recognized Ghost and would have not inserted herself into the conversation, but would have definitely walked up close enough where if something goes down, she's there and would probably be kind of just waiting. And I guess, Cass, you don't recognize this person. Yep. That's a 17 on insight. He seems real tired. He seems real quite cranky, and he's being as direct as he's ever been with you. The, like, small recognition of Lefty kind of throws you off at the end. But, yeah, 
seems straight and on the narrow and just seems kind of haggard. Yeah, this is this is Lefty. We met him down on the road. Oh, have I serviced you before? You've helped some fam. I think we did have a short time together. You helped me uh, carry a box of spice over no, to- No, don't uh, make it sound so romantic. <laughs> I have a tip for you as well. Oh? There's, a, there's an orc in town who can do what you do. Appreciate it. I slip him a gold. Appreciate it. Anything else, Ghost? You, you must be just exhausted. I am, but I have a schedule to keep, so I'm off. Where are you off to next? Heading home. We're about to eat the biggest burger. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we'll finish it. I've seen it. I hope you all get a piece. This is how I invite people. I say what I'm doing, and then I, I, I leave it open-ended question at the end, so that people insert themselves into things. I'm, oh, is, I don't think awkward. he'll be joining us. No. Oh. He's gonna realize he's misread the room, and he's gonna go back <laughs> to his back to the cart and just like bandana up and like head in shame, just like, how did I not see that? Oh my god! <laughs> I was being friendly. They are not friends. <laughs> oh, it's it's probably very clear that it is specifically just Rowena that he is not pleased to see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, Ghost is oh. And he, like, go ahead and gets in a, a bit closer with you, Jules, and he's like, in all honesty, I didn't come across this information in a straightforward, honest way, but it's more important you swallow your pride and live. Don't go in blind. And, like, kind of just pats you on the shoulder. Look, Ghost, I'm not forgiving you, and I will pass judgment on everyone back home, but <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Hi! And, like, sticks a hand out to you, Cass. Ghost Rising, you seem nicer than the witch lady. Cass grabs him and pulls him in for, like, a half hug, and in his ear says, speak quickly, what is it that Lefty does? But the but the hug looks, like, long and embracing, like they've been friends for years. And it, he has, like, the awkward, like, three slow taps on your back, and during that time, it ain't magic. And he pulls away from the hug and he says, it's good to see you. And he walks past him and sits down next to, uh, next, next to Lefty. Uh, quick question for Lefty. Does anyone in this group have purple eyes? No. 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 Yeah, right, you, 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 you kind of like make the rounds and like squint into his eyes a little bit. And then you like do the quick like check around and Ghost also does not have purple eyes. Oh, huh. Sorry, I need a... You know, you can tell the look of a person by looking in their eyes, you know. You, you all seem like good sort. Window to the soul, they say. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Rowena, good to see you. Is it? You are helping out my family, and I appreciate that. He's got a good sense of character, you know. He trusts you, I trust you. Well, hopefully I'm worthy of the trust, because I don't have any plans to uh, leave him before he sees this through. I'm happy to hear that. But I'm off. Long road, schedule to keep, and I'm already tired. So uh, give Arthur my best. Good luck to all of you, and I'll be off. And uh, he starts making his way past. Uh, Rod is just going to give him a long, hard look. 
Did I say something? You did. But that's alright. I won't hold it against you. Want a cookie for the road? I'm good. Alright then. And leaves you all with the ball cactus that's already been plucked and pruned and rotates around and starts heading up the road. Waves at the family who's like sticking their eyes out and they're like getting off and they're Thank you so so much for for getting us this far. We we can definitely take it from here. Your horses have done a fine job and like gives each of them a carrot or gives two of them a carrot and gives like Brutus a parsnip. They're not a fan of parsnips, so they hand a they hand off the bad vegetable to the ugly horse. <laughs> Cass is seemingly bothered by this. He's still a fucking horse. He might be the ugliest one, but he's still a horse. Parsnips are a perfectly good vegetable. I don't know why everyone's making a big deal out of this. How is this horse ugly? Like, does it just bare its teeth, like, all the time? Like, what are we looking at here? So, like, horses have big heads. And it's one of those things where, like, you swear that the eyes aren't level, but you can't really focus your eyes on both of its eyes to confirm. So there's just something off when you look at it. Um, it also just looks like whoever groomed it last just started like it maybe two people started grooming it and they like met in the middle and instead of going back and fixing one of their lengths, it just kind of does this weird thing in its mane. So it's just to to this horse's Wampus. credit, um, if you put it next to a really shitty guild donkey, it mm-hmm. would be like clearly like an eight out of ten. But because it's next to two 10 out of 10 horses, it's like a four. Um, yep. it's, it's, yeah. there to, it's there to make the, it's there to establish the average. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Poor horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rental. You're fine. <laughs> Rowena is going to cruise by HJ really quick and just be like, you all right? I'm going to be okay. I, it just, I just did not expect to see him here, if I'm being honest. No, that's fair. He, um... Seems to know a lot of things about a lot of things, and I don't trust people like that. It's not personal to him, that's just a general rule I have. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the vibe that there's a lot of things that I wasn't told about back home. And starting to come to terms with that. Well, we live, we learn, and now we're going to go get a nice dinner hopefully a nice rest and then we're gonna try to find your cabbage cactus look lefty said if i finish that burger i get to meet another fate if you if it's fates you're interested in i can tell you about two that i've met you've <gasps> met two fates really so have we really and hj kind of like bursts that out and then like <laughs> covers his mouth like <laughs> But definitely burst that out. The, like, (laughs) farmer guy who's there, like, still undoing the horses, just kind of, like, wide-eyed, looks over his shoulder and just scans the four of you and just starts to, like, frantically work a little bit faster. (laughs) No, it's good. We're champions. Oh. Well, I I guess you could say I'm something of the sort. Why don't we discuss our uh, fateful meetings (laughs) over a burger? I am absolutely starving, and my arm is still sore from slicing something with a rapier. That was a bad choice. <laughs> Do you want a cookie? Rowena no. literally just, like, opens a pouch and pulls out, like, a chocolate chip cookie and offers it to you. Lefty, hyper-conscious of his appearance, looks around. <laughs> <laughs> Who's all looking at Lefty right now as this, as this <laughs> cookie is being offered to him? Like, 
everyone. The, like everyone, the, probably. The, the word cookie gets said, and like the little kid can be seen like popping up like through like the canopy on the back of the cart, and he's like definitely has his he- head out for like cookie, and you can see his mom like pull him back in. I, I mean, Rowan will make eye contact with mom. It. If mom doesn't like say no, then she will give the kid a cookie. She's got several. She'll sh- she'll take one and like take a small bite out of it, and then like break off some for the kid. Lefty will say as a token of appreciation. I accept all payment. And I take course, and he takes the cookie. And he's secretly super happy he has the cookie, but he doesn't yes. want, but no one's allowed to know he's happy. Yeah, yeah he's, the, the mask is up. They can't see your He's got a brood. He must right brood. Now. And he just like awkwardly like mask feeds. He's like <laughs> Yeah, in the event that we take a short rest, uh you can uh gain an additional one D six hit points by eating this cookie. I have two different kinds of special wow. cookies. <laughs> That's what this one is. Can I have a cookie too? What flavor is this one? Um, this one's chocolate chip. The other one, the ones that Cass and I had were chocolate chip peanut butter. That's how I can tell the difference. Can I have one too? Ah. Uh, sure. Cass, you want another cookie? Cass just sticks out his hand. Thank you. There's like a guard there with a pike too that's like way too big for him. Just kind of standing there at the circle now with his hand out. Oh, sweet. And, and like goes back to like his little post like next to the gate with his cookie. <laughs> Alright, I was just like, oh no, your job sucks. I, if I get a chance to bake, I'll make you some uh, pie or something. This is the worst. Oh, guard, actually, I have a question for you. Have you seen yeah, an sure. orc? Have you seen an orc come through here? Uh, that's well, we have plenty, plenty of orcs in town. They're Anyone like new? Ten, Anyone? fifteen? Uh, no, not, not, not that I'm aware of. Not, not since the last folk you you, you kind of came through, Lefty. Thanks, man. You really make this job easy. Uh, no problem. I, I I try to help others. I'm I'm looking for an orc who's uh, gives off a similar air to myself. Uh, does that uh does that seem to help at all? Or uh, uh, brooding, angsty, youthful, potentially. Uh, I uh, yeah. I guess there's some teenager orcs that run about through town. That's that's a, that's a low blow. <laughs> lefty, lefty like winces and bites his tongue. He's like, maybe I need to grow up a bit, but not today. <laughs> Thanks, you you've been a great help. And he pats him on the back. He's like, come on, let's let's go get a burger. Not wounded, <laughs> just my pride. Bye, Lefty. <laughs> oh, let me help you, folks. And like the the horses have been detached from the cart, and the guard like helps them like wheel it into town a bit to like get their bearings. And he shows off paperwork, like, "Oh, your deed's right this way," and like starts like taking them through town in a different direction. And yeah, you get through these walls, and you see lots of like sandstone buildings, lots of like curves. There's a uh, some like open uh, rings kind of like built into houses that are like stacked up and things like that seem to allow the winds to pass through it doesn't look like they were made out of smooth material but being out here in the sands and the winds have kind of smoothed everything that's out long enough you can tell some like rough tables that are still out have almost been sanded by the sand and not paper as you kind of make your way through town it's it's quiet but there's still some action here and there there's plenty of street lamps that are lit alternating between five and six kind of like candles going off you just keep noticing those re occurrences of you know these big cities 11 gets kind of worked into a lot of the city planning here and there but you yeah make your way around lefty's pointing out shops here and there 
and yeah, you, you come uh, down two or three alleys. You're able to sort of kind of like drop your horses off at like a kind of a public stall area. They've got water. And yeah, there's a, there it is. Home of the largest burger. Whoa. Take it all in. It's beautiful. Nice smell of meat wafting out, mixed in with some fresh bread, grilled onions. Seems to be kind of like one big round like walk type area in in the middle of the restaurant with just burger patties on it left and right, buns toasting off, and then all around kind of the perimeter of like this big domed shop. Just people munching on burgers, drinking mead. Well, I think there's a perfectly suitable place to get some munches. So, uh, food on you, I don't have money. <laughs> Cash needs to look at Rowena that's like, what in the hell? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But doesn't say anything. He just, Rowena just shakes her head and goes, apparently this entire town is full of teenagers, so he, I don't know. He helped us. The least that we can do is get him a meal. I, I'll I'll, Lefty, I'll buy you a meal. I like you. H.J. has no idea how much the burger costs if you don't finish it. Hasn't thought that far ahead. H.J., <laughs> that's your name, right? Yeah. You're a good sort. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I I got you. Th- thanks for helping us out back there with the uh, spider dogs. Those were tough. Uh, yeah, the those things. They're not exactly dogs. I, I hope you know that. They're, uh, they're more like bugs. Yeah, spider dogs. No, I've seen spiders. Those were definitely more crustacean-like. They're still oh. in the arthropod genus. We're mincing words here. I'm going to start ordering. Uh, <laughs> Rowena's just going to slide up to Cass and just be like, Two gold says HJ throws up if he tries this eating contest. Cass looks at Rowena and goes, All four meals says he doesn't throw up. Bet. Immediately, Cass walks over to the nearest counter and gets four large glasses of like, or like mugs of water of just water and <laughs> comes over to HJ and he, and he looks him square in the eye as serious as he can be. And he goes, you're going to eat this whole fucking burger. Yeah. I'm really hungry. And I'm going to help you by being your food coach. And he puts all four <laughs> glasses of water down in front of him. Oh, I'm now serious. that's cheating. Hey, hey, hey. And he like kind of <laughs> puts puts his hand back towards Ron and goes, We didn't establish rules. What kind of sportsmanship is this? The winning kind. And then uh but he like puts the cup into HJ's hand and guides the water into his mouth and then and then orders the burger for him. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's like this big stocky human guy behind kind of this like walk like area. He just got like wicked long sideburns and like kind of just scraggly hair on top. And he's like, just one challenge or any other takers? Not him. We know you can't finish it, Lefty. Stop ordering it. <laughs> but I really nope. You're cut off from Fine. the challenge. You can have a regular or a double. Give me a you double. Want, you want a three by three? I'll get a double. Just. Just give me a double and bacon. Court, yes, thank you. Gotcha. Wait, Lefty, I thought I thought you've done this before. No, I said specifically I haven't done this before. Oh, right, 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 right. You see that wall over there? That empty one? That's where they put the winners. 
Yeah, so th- they have this like nice wooden sign that's probably like nine feet long and it says winners and there's 11 like nails already pre-done into the wall. So you got six on top and five below and there are no portraits hanging up. <laughs> it explicitly has never been done before. So uh, Un- good luck. Until today. But yeah, you, you, you can see uh, him like reach down into essentially a cooler and he just grabs like a stack of regular patties and start shaping the four pounder patty because i mean he's got like quarter pound patties so he pulls out four and then another four stack and then another four stack and he's got you know 16 regular patties that he just like starts rolling up kind of like on top of the cooler on top of some butcher paper and then he just like gets it into a ball and just slams it down into a puck that takes up like the entire middle part of the grill he pulls out the super cut bacon you can see him chop up one piece into like 12 other pieces and puts it on other burgers that are going out. And then he puts three fresh ones down uncut. He goes and cracks eggs like slightly bigger than a baseball, but not quite as big as a softball and just cracks those and like pops it a little bit. And it's just going to do them over hard for you. The lack of goo makes it a bit easier for uh, the people that have done it before. And he yeah, just gets to assembling this grabs just like, the biggest spatula of like homemade sauce and just coats the bu- this big old bun and just makes this delectable looking burger, but is definitely like a little over a foot in diameter. Kess looks at this whole process, looks up at the guy and goes, how much does this burger cost? Two gold deposit. If you don't vomit, you get one back. You finish it, you get them both. <laughs> <laughs> at which point he as like sneakily as possible and I will roll for sneak pulls out two gold from his pocket from his from his bag and slides them over to Rowena <laughs> admitting defeat <laughs> and then and but while doing that looks over at HJ and just mouths the words you got this <laughs> So, so yeah, he, he gets the burger finished. He's got it like propped up on his plate on the shoulder. He's waiting for the two gold deposit and he starts going over the rules. He's like, all right, there's no time limit. However, if you stop eating for more than two minutes, we're calling it quits. So you gotta take at least one bite every two minutes till this entire thing's gone. Hey, if you win, we will uh, get your uh, portrait engraved in one of these here pieces of wood. And he like kicks a stack of like, just sheets of wood and there's like this eager gnome like in the corner like waving he's like yep that's maddie he'll go ahead and do your portrait and uh you get this nice commemorative (laughs) scarf and he pulls out like a bag that has one and a half scarves and it's just like a repeating burger pattern on it like over and over and over again he's like yep champion burger scarf uh for the winner we'll get your picture up burgers for free and uh local legend has it You'll meet a fate if you finish it. But I also think that started out because of that one guy who died. Um, you ready? Which which fit is it? The uh, is it the uh, trickster fate that you meet then? Uh, the, the joke is that you meet the god of the grave because the only way to finish this is to kill yourself. Oh well, that's, oh, that's, that's, died, that's no fun. Close. We've that's, already hit yeah, that number on our punch card. Yeah, I've already met him. Great guy. Hey. Uh, one in eleven chance it's someone else. Ten in eleven right. chance it's someone else. Maddie. I don't know. It's four pounds of beef, Wait. and and just like slap, like drops it on the table with just a big old look. Maddie, save some time. And Jules like cracks a 
super cheesy grin. Start carving that. Uh, and yet he like pulls out like some sketch paper and like all these intricate like pencils and pens and things like that. And he definitely like starts sketching you out um, like with your like cheesy grin. He's yep, like gives you the thumbs up to continue. Um, all yeah. right. I'm You're telling me that little kitty cat is going to eat that entire burger. And Cass turns to him and goes, I don't know. Are you interested in betting on it? Are you and I the same person? What's going on right now? <laughs> this is That'd very be... concerning. Do you all and Roy Fishes Rat need some cough drops? No, I they're not is... magical. They're just cough drops. This is how it, I've it, it's talked. like ginger and honey, just in like little wraps of paper. <laughs> all right, HJ digs in. HJ yeah. digs in. Let's get to it it is a gauntlet of a burger you you definitely like dig in and just start going to town um uh nestor i believe Cass wanted to assist in this endeavor in some way what are some sage words of advice as someone who's done an eating competition with you what what do you got for him nothing that wouldn't be considered illegitimate in an eating contest but Mark, as the player, I would like to ask you, if I cast Cure Wounds on HJ midway through this burger, can we say that that, that, that that empties some of his stomach? Now, if you say no, I'd also like to counter with Absorb Elements. Burger um, is not an element. Yeah, um, it, it is a physical object. Uh, you cannot, you can't absorb elements when hit by a mace. Even not with if that, that mace attitude. Is made out of meat. Um, so I. Uh, okay, okay. It is I the meat mace. But here's the thing: if, if Cass is gonna do this, uh, Rowena is going to offer to cut Jules' burger in half for him with her short sword. At which point, I would like it to get cold. Yeah, but all of these things can happen because I love it. Um, not the absorb elements. That's just damn. <laughs> I will allow you to burn a spell slot of cure wounds to act as Pepto Bismol halfway through in order to relieve some fullness. Let's go. You know, without him regurgitating. So at yeah. least you get your gold deposit back for the yeah. uh, not vomit clause. So that one's almost all but guaranteed. Um, any other advice you would like oh, right. to do? I gotta, we, we, I gotta... We've got an action for, you know, uh, the, the, the second role of uh, this endeavor. Oh, hold on, let me, let me make sure my uh, my gold count is actually right. Okay. The two that I paid to Rowena and the two for the burger. Um, okay, so I turn and, and look at, at HJ and I said, and I, and I say, look, Jewel, all this stuff with your family, all this stuff with your home, None of that matters more than the enemy in front of you right now. Spoken like a true seasoned adventurer. So, after every few bites, I want you to take a conscious big gulp of water to help the food get down into your stomach. Okay, and then halfway through, okay, when you're feeling a little too full, you give me the sign. And then he leans as far back into his chair as he can with the mead, and he just stares at him, waiting for him to eat. <laughs> Lefty just slowly bites into his basically happy meal. <laughs> with envy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
the scene is set, the table is there, the advice goes down, and yeah, you come in at like a 90 degree angle and just give that baby a slice right down the middle, and the sword comes out nice and clean, and that burger is uh, a little chilly now. It seems like, yeah, a big enough burger, all the heat just sinks out of it. It's totally a normal thing that happens. But yeah, you've got this nice, big, cold burger split in half in front of you. I need a constitution saving throw. Out of character, is like cooling down something supposed to make it easier or harder to eat? Probably more uncomfortable, like this was supposed to be a hot meal. The point was to make it more difficult because despite the fact that Cass has already conceded defeat, uh, Rowena feels like she hasn't had a win in a hot minute. And this is driving the point home. Also, she loves HJ, but his competitive streak, she's worried, is going to cause problems for us. So she wouldn't mind <laughs> right to just, his head. Just, just taking him down just a little bit. HJ is going to pull this dub out for uh, family. Yeah, get, get, get me a constant. <laughs> it's all about family, man. <laughs> get me a constitution saving throw. This burger came Can to I have a, a nice Do I get advantage? Of steam. Uh, you because because of all the coaching, Ranger inspiration, you might say. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, you can say no. I believe you already burnt your inspiration, correct? I didn't. Bardic inspiration that, that, that only lasts yours. for a minute. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's right. I'm, yeah, yeah, a minute. I'm gonna nice make this. Try, I'm gonna make though. this con saving throw without advantage. Yeah. Your your first con save is straight up. Fuck. That's a seven. Oh, fuck. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you start digging in, and it's like oh. four bites in, and that first big gulp of water, and you're like, my eyes might have been bigger than my stomach. Instead of two more rolls to finish, you have four rolls ahead of you. Oh, no. But there is some benefits. Your next roll, con saving throw, with advantage due to the dunking water technique. Okay. Here it comes. As I as I just like take take those first few bites and my I like wipe a tear off my eye. Oh, I can do this. Uh, that is a dirty twenty for my second roll. And this second wind is a coming. You're like, no, this burger cannot handle me. And yet you dig in the water technique, cutting through that bread. This is like just eating a giant flavorful meatball at this point. This isn't even a sandwich. Mm. Okay. You're starting, you're going. You do feel that bit of fullness coming on. Either this roll or the next roll, you can use the cure wounds to give you advantage. I'm gonna use it right now. Let's go. Another con yep. save with advantage. Another dirty 20. Yes, and you are just powering on through. You have now completed the first half of the burger. And it's at this point, you kind of get those eyes locked in. You can definitely feel how full you are. And then you get kind of that just motivation. How do you cast Cure Wounds there, Cass? When HJ looks at me and like kind of raises his eyebrows, I grab his wrist, which is reaching for the water. And I just say, you've got this. And 
through my contact with the hand is how I cast it to him so that nobody notices it. And nice. I, are you going to give me, do you have to roll for it? Or is it just an advantage? You're giving it to him as burn, advantage. Burn that slot. I, he took the burned. advantage on that last roll. So he's good. He was able to get through that knowing he had kind of this second wind reserve into it. And yeah, that like extra full, like sitting in kind of like the top of your chest. Uh, maybe I ate a bit too much. Sinks down. You can still feel that you've ate a whole bunch, but you've got that second wind you have half a giant burger in front of you it's two pounds of beef a strip and a half and an egg and a half you got this i look over to lefty how far have you gotten how far has lefty gotten oh you'd be done with your burger at this point but like no, 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 no. like but in, in the challenge with the challenge what's my best yeah. attempt what's my best yeah. attempt I'm leaving that up to you. Like, have you gotten close once? I feel like you've tried it at least three times. Lefty, I think he's given it a good, honest go. I think he got to, like, I think he got about, like, four-fifths of the way done. But then he just, like, that last bite, he just stared at it down for, like, five minutes. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then he just passed out for an hour. Yeah, you you definitely got that two-minute call on you because you hadn't taken a bite yet and you had like fallen asleep and they're like, he's one of the closer ones. Like he's, he's good. I've done it a few times because he's bold. I, I like, I like point out to like the section. I'm like, if you get that far, that's my best attempt. Holy fuck. Okay. I got a ways to go. Can't, can't stop now. And I take <laughs> another bite and I'm going to roll another save. Yeah. Keep it going. Con save. Hit it. 19. That is a success. And yeah, you are chomping on through. And it's this time that you start realizing that as you've been working on this second half, the crowd has been building up. You are down to about a quarter of this burger. Your arm's a little tired because you've been like holding it with your left, like almost like a giant burrito. Like it's it's massive amount of food. You've been chomping down on it. And it is at this point, you're like, it's so cold. All of this grease from the bacon and the eggs is just congealed. The dunking, your, your, your like water jugs in front of you are all like brown and have like little bread bits in it. And you're just, you have this feeling of disgust kind of wash over you. Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw to see how your morale's doing after you've been <laughs> chomping down three pounds of just cold ass meat. Could I, could Lefty like slam his hand on the table and be like, hey, look at me. Look at me. If you can kill a bug, yeah. you can eat a burger. Could I give him advantage with like some like morale support? Perchance. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a charisma roll. Let's uh, <laughs> Lefty ain't good at those. Yeah, let, let me see what skills you have here. He is 100% um, brood. <laughs> so bad. That's a three. <laughs> it's a three. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're saying it in like that deep, dramatic voice, and what uh, HJ hears is "bug burger," <laughs> no. and he's like, "Oh." And you're like, "Yeah." The textures just blending into each other. So yeah, go ahead and uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, and I think HJ just lets out this massive, like, nine-second burp. Uh, oh no, that's a four for the whiz save. <laughs> it is mentally beating down on you. Would you prefer disadvantage on your final con save or a minus five? Oh. Disadvantage is mathematically better. It works out to about a mi- to a 3.5. I've checked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll disadvantage. 
Oh, they're right. so bad! Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a six and a five. My modifier is plus one, so that is a six. No, I was so close. <laughs> that time it was exactly the I'm same. I, the player, am so sad for you, but my character is thrilled. <laughs> hey, disadvantage was only a minus one for you. You chose correctly. So as you're chomping down on this last quarter of the burger, two bites down, three bites down, four, you are making progress. And it's that fourth bite that just won't swallow. No. You're like just shy of where Lefty got to. I'll take exhaustion. <laughs> I wanna eat it. Mark just had the sickest smile I've ever seen on his uh -huh, face when uh -huh. Sunset's Bruce said that. We're gonna get so fucked when no, no. we get stabbed in our sleep and H.J. just doesn't wake up. Tell you what, you are probably about five bites away. You'll let me take a level of... I'll take three levels of oh. exhaustion to power through, guaranteed. Two levels of exhaustion roll for it. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm, I'm looking at what does level 3 exhaustion, exhaustion do again? Exhaustion, disadvantage exhausting. on attack rolls, saving rolls, speed half, disadvantage on ability checks. When you get checks. a long rest, you will get to go up one level of exhaustion. So you're going to be full for like three days if you force this down. Which you know, some people would love. Hey, remember that one time that Cass took two levels of exhaustion and then had to fight a duel and got his ass kicked? What was I just the want to remind consequence? You of that. It would just be disadvantage on saving throws, on skills, on your movement would be cut in half. Uh, what's the consequence for two? Two, it... you get to roll again to try and finish it off. A con save, straight up, no advantage, no disadvantage. So the, the exhaustion will set in after your roll. Oh, I mean... If I'm going to take exhaustion, I may as well get the thing. Get, you want that guaranteed three levels of exhaustion coming up? Disadvantage on attack and saving throws. Saving throws counts for, for death saves. It's disadvantage uh -huh. on death saves, too. Oh. You've never died before. You're fine. That's true. Mr. Lowest hit points I'll, in the party. I'll, I'll, I'll take two levels. I'll take two levels. <laughs> two levels for the roll. Straight you up. You can't eat my cookies if you're Let's. unconscious. <laughs> Go. You won't be able to eat anything after this. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Here it is. Of exhaustion. Here comes the roll. It like the crowd goes silent as they think you stop. You stare at the burger for like ninety seconds, and the chef like looks up and he's like, "You got about thirty seconds to take another bite," and you just will it into the mouth, and the crowd just erupts. There's like twenty people now gathered around your table that are like, "Woo! Get it, man!" and just like cheering away. Here it goes. That's a 19. Everybody sees it. One bite <laughs> after another. The cheers getting louder and That's a the 19. last bite, you just, with your claw out, just shove it down your gullet and it stays. And just the entire place erupts. And you can hear Maddie in the corner just being like, yippee, yippee, and like just grabs a piece of paper and just starts chiseling away. And you can just start seeing things going. And there's like a nice drawing of you pre-eating that's been finished that he's using as his basis. Cass gives and him yeah. a big hug and picks him up around the waist. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 I'm gonna. <laughs> Remember, if he vomits, it's void. And then everyone just goes real quiet. 
<laughs> and 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 Cass stops, still holding him, and like gently puts him down in his seat again. And everyone just <laughs> lights up, cheering again as like the cheeks go nice, and he like just exhales. And that's and on that exhale with your feet up on there, you feel so exhausted. Your like ribs feel like they're being pressed from inside. Like you have never felt this full. So yeah, go ahead and take two levels of exhaustion. Already done. I've <laughs> Sick. already slammed those. Your speed yeah. is halved and you're a monk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rowena is just gonna like slide up kind of behind Cass and slip the two gold back to him. Again, kind of similar to what he did before, just like very subtly and just be like, you know he's gonna be the death of us if he keeps up with this sort of thing, right? Cass turns <laughs> over his shoulder and just says, well, good thing we don't plan on dying anytime soon. Fair enough. Uh, she just kind of winks at him, slips in the two gold, and then uh, heads down the bar and flags down the bartender for another ale. Yeah, you do, and yeah, people just start running around, and people start cheering, and like some guy runs out into the streets, and they're like, "Somebody did it! They actually did it!" And they like run out, and like other like establishments start to empty out, and there's like a like portable grill that gets brought out, like another chef like comes in and puts on a hat and like starts selling at people, and like this burger joint that was like winding down has now like kicked it up into like the after party, and everyone's just like celebrating. They're like, "I was here! I saw it! Did you see it? He just shoved it down!" and they're like starting to tell stories and things like that like run around and there's a drink special that starts but it's full priced beers and, and yeah just everyone's <laughs> going to town and it's just so interesting and you don't even see this guy just kind of like slide in next to you at the table he's like that was quite impressive and you look over and he's just this male elf who's just like twiddling his hands like back and forth he's got like a pen that he took from like the clipboard and people are like trying to sign in on a table and they're like where is this he's got like this really like nice cloak on it's, it seems some travel but yeah it just seems kind of just like this bland elven dude and you, you can just see him like tip a drink like off the table and then like someone immediately slips into it but the person that picks him up like just immediately like like love at first sight and they go off that's fun to watch hj is like that's not processing food coma setting in mm -hmm. he's like leaning back in his chair with his hands over his head attempting to stretch his stomach as high wide as it can go we've all been there i'm just imagining a cat just like splayed out just yeah, he's leaning back, stretching out his stomach as he as he looks over. Yeah, that that was pretty impressive, wasn't it? Um, a, a person who can eat that much food—I don't think that's ever been done. What's something you would like to get done? Something I'd like to get done? Well, I'd I'd like to have the the biggest, juiciest. I would like to have the fenced off cabbage cactus right here in my lap right now. <laughs> Uh, not a genie. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Uh, no, you're a you're a go getter though. Uh, you already know where the cactus is though, huh? Well, you just asked me a question, and that's yeah, all. Yeah. That's all I could. That's all I could think of. Uh, I'm oh. I'm sorry. Do I know you? Oh, didn't see you there. Lefty, is it? You might call me that. Who are you? Ah, just a traveler. I just saw all this commotion. And it's at this point you realize, like, he's sitting between the two of you, and it's like one of those, like, rounded, like, booths. And there's a wall behind you. Um, yeah. Does this guy seem similar to any of the other fates I've previously met? No, he is, like, 
mortal sized. Every other fate you've had has been larger than life. Okay. Like over seven feet tall. This guy is like literally the average height. He's like five foot eight. Hmm. Well, nice to meet you. Uh, HJ, how are you holding up? Look, I'm feeling really slow and don't think I can do anything for a while, but I'm, I'm okay. I don't have gas or indigestion. Uh, shout out to Cass for that coaching. Yeah, Cass is locked on this dude who appeared out of nowhere because Cass didn't leave. He's just been sitting there watching this guy very carefully, wondering how he got there. Yeah, Rowena also, as soon as this guy showed up, just like locked in and like kind of rolled up and is doing that like casual, like one hand resting on her Smith's hammer in her belt, just watching. He like does the, the look around and you're like, oh, you're ah, you're owls. Okay. Um, tell you what. What are owls? Don't worry about it. Uh, you did good. And he like pats you on the shoulder. Go ahead and gain one to your constitution. Oh, okay. Got it. And then he just like puts a rolled up piece of parchment uh, on the table for you. This was fun. I'm happy I got to see this. Life's worth living. Uh, if you don't mind, I gotta use the bathroom. And he like starts just scooting up to your side there, Lefty. I was just gonna watch him and just like take very careful note of his appearance. Did he have purple eyes? No purple eyes. Um, He has brown eyes, symmetrical face, and you're like, oh, he should be attractive, but he's not. He's just bland ah, ah he's oh, no. handsome ugly yeah yeah he's he's like the perfect five but because he's the perfect five you're like maybe he's a seven there's nothing wrong with him you feel kind of bad calling him ugly <laughs> but he's, he's also just... not attractive yeah. <laughs> yeah but like you look at him and you're like how would i describe his face his face is round he's kind of brown eyes he's got a nose that is average his jaw is it's not hard cut it's not like a soft it's just he's like he's almost too generic i think we just met someone sims character do you i i'm still trying to get out do you mind i just and he's like just doing that like scoot thing onto the cushion where like his hip is just bumping up against your hip waiting for you to like get up and yeah like, sure sure just who are you exactly and don't say don't worry oh, about I told you, it. traveler coming through don't and... say don't say that who are you what have you done to know? H.J. looks over. Who are you? And he like looks back. He's like, would you prefer my name or this piece of paper? And he like puts his fingers down and like rolls out the scroll that he put in front of you. And there is a perfectly drawn map of like a dock on like the backside of Alpine's Peak. And then a blown up drawing in the corner of exactly where the coral is that you need. That's underneath the like mollusks on the underside of a pier. H.J. grabs the document. Look, Lefty, it doesn't matter. Let him go. doesn't matter. I need this. All right. Go take your piss, I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, this was fun. And, like, he, like, just starts walking backwards through the crowd as, like, people are just, like, going back and forth and passive. And then you see, like, two people just completely trip and, like, a beer goes flying through the air and, like, lands on the portable grill. And there's, like, this big old eruption of fire. And you can see off in the distance two people kissing. And then two other people are like, that's my wife, husband, and at the same time. And, like, a fight starts breaking out. And, like, yeah, just chaos ensues as this person like leaves off through the crowd Rowena is gonna turn to Cass 
and just be like, I made a joke about the trickster fate, but there isn't one. So what the fuck was that? Jules, go ahead and get me an intelligence roll with advantage, and everyone else can take an intelligence roll as well. Because I don't think any of you have history. I say, Zep the player knows exactly what just happened. I have history, Oh, you have history? Go ahead and apply your history bonus to it. I rolled a 17 to to the end, Jack. I also rolled a 17. 17 for Jules. 24 Eh. for Lefty. The 17s are like 80% positive. That was the god of life who has a knack for causing just forces life to move on, whether you want those life events or not. And you are without a doubt their lefty. Like, that was my third fucking fate. That is the god of life. I have heard about this bullshit. He will sometimes reveal himself if he causes too much life to happen, but fuck. <laughs> well, life happens fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Cass looks at HJ, looks at Lefty, and just mouths the word, life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we've all just met three fates. Bonk. Yeah, what's up? Would Would HJ know what city the god of life is a patron of <laughs> yes it is your city okay that's why you got advantage on that role <laughs> yeah okay that's that's what i yeah. thought i didn't want to like reveal that if it wasn't <laughs> the case that is the case and with the 24 lefty you would know that that particular fate is associated with the city of the diaspora all right seems like we're all pretty special people i feel like we have a lot to discuss regarding our fateful happenings you've been kind I'll tell you about mine first. I've met two others. I've met one, I met the fate of order and the fate of nature, at least I believe. I'm pretty sure though. Fate of order runs the roads. Uh, it was his gift. It's tall, seven foot, salt and pepper hair, buzz to the sides. He's got some strange garments, double-breasted vest, slacks, charcoal gray, and a immaculate called banded collar. He likes to stay tidy. I guess so. And then there's the god of nature. She's elven, fairy-like. She'd be quite lovely if not for the fact that her mouth was sewn shut with vines of thorns. She didn't speak, and, uh... Wait, her mouth Mm -hmm. was sewn shut. That sounds familiar. Sewn shut with thorny vines. When we met the god of the grave, his mouth was sewn shut, and when I talked to G, he said the last time he met the god of the grave, that wasn't the case. Hmm. Have you ever met a tattooed dwarf? Tattooed dwarf? I've met a dwarf. Big black beard, silver bands in his braids, but uh... That's long cloak that covered most of his skin? That'd be him. Yeah, that sounds like him. His name was something simple like AJ or Zach. Bobbert. G. G. <laughs> He's actually, uh... I feel like I can trust you a bit more now, but um... The reason why I keep looking at people's eyes is not because I want to see if I trust them. I'm looking for someone with purple. I'm supposed to. I'm trying to figure out why I have powers of my own. I can move stuff with my mind. Don't ask about it. But um, I'm going to respect that request, but I do have several questions. That's fair Continue. I need to show them what I can do, but I'm not supposed to ask for their help. Uh, if you see anyone with purple eyes, <laughs> let me know. But yeah, the two fates I've met, that's that's them. Nature and uh, order, I believe. And the roads are order's gift. But um, I can also tell you that the reason why the why uh, people keep getting attacked on them is that they get in too large a group. The things that travel fast on the roads is not just people and carts and wheels. It's everything, right? 
It's people's smells. It's their odor. It's their sense. And as such, if you get a large group, that's a lot of smell moving really fast. So naturally, monsters are going to be like, what's that fast-moving smell? They come and check out the roads, and they see a nice, fresh snack. But, uh, yeah. So. That makes sense. Guess. We met the the good late at the Soul's Purpose Festival <laughs> down in Daybreak. Made us champions or something like that. Us and others, of course. There's always, what, 11 chosen for the 11 fates. And then we met the god of the grave up at Griffin's Roost when we were trying to help a boy. Hmm. Curious. He showed Jules, um, some visions to help him with his quest for his elder. Hmm. What exactly is your collective quest? We don't know. We don't have one. At the moment, we're helping HJ here try to find out what's happened to his elder and um I can only speak for myself but uh my personal quest is to get noticed as little as possible and it's at that point you have uh someone coming up and like pulling down their hat over their face and <clears throat> oh man excuse me I uh hear there is a victor here who has vanquished the uh massive burger I would greatly like to meet this person hello I'm uh Louis Pluton well, Lewis, take a look over at the wooden board over there. Who's that handsome face smiling back at you? Um, there is no name, but it is you. It is nice to meet you, Lewis. Hello. He, like, reaches out a hand, and it's this uh like tall, muscular orc man. Uh, he's got like sand-colored skin, and you look on up to him, and he's got these light lavender eyes. Then I shake his hand. Uh... Very nice to meet you, Hunter Jewel. Nice, and uh, I'd be rude if I don't introduce you myself to your friends. Lewis, and he uh, reaches out to each of you and uh, saves you for last there, Lefty. Shakes your hand. I... That's when you uh, notice he's got those light purple lavender eyes. I, like, blink twice. But he's like, I've been practicing this at home. This is not what I was anticipating how this meeting would go. <laughs> so I'm just going to like slide my other hand out and then I'm going to use I'm going to use telekinetic movement and I'm going to grab a a mug of beer and telekinetically bring it to my hand and then offer him a cheers and then just stare him down while I drink. And I think what happens is you, you go and reach for it and you're like, oh, fuck, bonus action. I got to get that point back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, oh, okay, not again. <laughs> yeah, and he, he definitely looks a, a little crooked at you, sees the mug slide on over. Huh. May I sit? Please do. And yeah, he just uh, sits on down and pulls out a bag and plops it on the table and there's just these brightly oranged leaves in front of you. We should have a conversation. Eleven Fates is an original D&D 5e campaign brought to you by the Torpid Gaming Network, a variety streaming channel and community for gamers of all kinds. Your cast includes Lady Bedivere, a.k.a. Alondra, Pylos, a.k.a. King of Pylos, a.k.a. Nestor, 
Sunset's Brew, aka Brew, aka Zep, and the Lord Bonk, aka Bonk, aka Mark, as the DM. This episode also featured special guest Offbeat Outlaw as Lefty. You can catch new episodes of Eleven Fates streaming live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash torpidnetwork. Those episodes are made available as a podcast and on YouTube every following Saturday. Mostly. Make sure to follow us on all our social media at Torpid Network. Or hop directly into our Discord server so you get updates on upcoming live streams, podcasts, collaborations, and other projects. And remember, here at the Torpid Gaming Network, we do three things. We have fun, we get immersed, and we do do epic epic shit. shit. Thanks for listening. No, and, you, uh, every time I, I look, destroyed. This did, is why hey, I made everyone Mark, get in the Zencaster. What about those uh, demon raptor? I don't even remember what I have what I called them anymore. Uh, the magic is lost. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to Demon use it. spider hell dogs on our way to retrieve the cabbage cactuses. Demon right? spider hell dogs? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck. They <laughs> look like fish piranha tarantulas. It's actually just, slightly I'm, more accurate. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm just, I'm like looking at it from every angle and this is not translating to dog. <laughs> I, have, I speak, I speak one language and one of them is dog. Yeah. That's not what I'm getting from that. It's definitely not what I have here. Did I describe them as wolves or are you confusing it with the wolves not, I described? Not, not wolves. No, you dog. You specifically okay. said dogs. Okay. Do you do you need me to find the audio clip? I can find you the audio. No, clip. I was like, I swear to God, the D and D Beyond like description also didn't fit their picture, and then I think I just rambled too long while looking for it, and I threw in dog on my own. It was it well, was. I believe they're dogs but, uh, now. Yeah, dog dogs wrapped now. her head on a crab body was more what we got from it. Cool, cool. Oh, it would be helpful. I mean, if this I thing is serving D&D me Beyond. praying mantis. It's serving me centipede. It's mm-hmm. serving me. Uh, it's serving me Zerg. Zerg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chihuahua? No. <laughs> well, they're dogs, and now I shall think they are dogs mm-hmm. forever. Our, our our podcast listeners will forever put in dog-like features. Sporadic dog-like features. <laughs>